You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. This is Ken Vellante with the Something Rather Than Nothing podcast, and we have tattoo artist, thinker, and artist extraordinaire, Renee Barish, reaching her from the lovely, lovely community of Astoria, Oregon. Renee, welcome on to Something Rather Than Nothing. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, really excited to talk to you about... um, about what you create and um, you know what you, what you do in in the art that you create. Uh, starting from the beginning, though, hearing a, a bit more like about you and and where you come from is a a question about you as an artist and your propensity to to being an artist. When when you were born, when you were younger, were you? Were you an artist? Do you identify yourself as an artist or a creator? Um, yeah, I, I would say so. Um, it's interesting. I, I kind of heard two questions there. There's the question of, were you born an artist or creator? And then did you identify as yeah. an artist? Yeah. I, you know, first I want to say, I think everybody is born an, an artist. You know, I, I really believe that our, as we live our lives in, in the best way we can to stay true to ourselves like that is our art and so everybody is born an opportunity to live their art and to embody their art and whatever falls to them so um I'll say that first and then for me um identifying as an artist was kind of a default my my parents are both visual artists and I grew up in Portland very involved in a number of art communities and there's just always art in the home and art being created and um so so from a very young age yes there was this emphasis on you know whatever you do your creative process and your creative vision comes first whatever that looks like if it's visual art if it's music if it's um you know outward expression like clothing or jewelry uh and uh so yeah I would say artists was um just kind of in my blood from the beginning yeah, and with and and one of the things one of the things that brought me to to ask you come on to come on to the show is um, your beautiful tattoo art that you create and and, and that you have um, and uh, being a particular type of art form, of course, you know, applied to the skin and the meaning that's around that kind of like the transformation of of you know of the body. Uh, what 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 led you to to using that as a primary mode of of expression in setting up shop as a tattoo artist? Mm. Um, well, I I started getting tattooed very young, and uh, I loved everything about it. I loved how I felt in the process and and how. Um, transformative it was and and then how I felt you know carrying this tattoo around with me and and I would say that um that is probably the, the biggest motivator that I had was you know how I felt with tattoos is really what pushed me to want to tattoo um making art growing up 
I, I knew whatever I did, um, I needed to have that, that time and space for art. And so getting tattooed young, um, I also had a relationship with a tattooer and, and sort of had an inside look at the industry and really loved the community. And I really loved the collaboration as well. And the way that artists and clients come together to create something that, um, is just so unique and is such a transformative experience for, for both parts. Um, so those, yeah, those things all coupled, I think it, they're what that drew me to it. And then once I was in it and I started tattooing, I mean, it just sort of blew my mind with, um, you know, possibilities. This like this whole world of meeting somebody with their fantasies, with their imagination, with, you know, whatever it is that has brought them to a place where they want to seek out putting this image on their body. And I, I just feel so privileged to, to help them with that and whatever that looks like. So, you know, I, I have work that is, um, you know, original, say like original in quotes. I think it, at some point, you know, everything's been done in, in some way, shape or form, but I have things that I've, created that I will, um, you know, make available to clients and maybe they, um, they book for that. And then I also do a lot of custom work where clients come to me with maybe a collection of images or an idea that they've had, and then we'll work together to, to tailor the design to something that really feels right for them. So, you know, that piece too, um, again, with the collaboration and, um, just, I, like, I, I can't do it without my clients. And when I first started getting tattooed, I loved that connection with the artists that I was working with. And that's, it's just flipped them. I'm, I'm on the other side of it. Yeah. I like the, um, I like the components of, of, you know, collaboration. I think it's always one of the things I try to do in podcast or I've discovered is, yeah, the questions are there, but there's so much of the interaction of artists with other artists and you, working with your clients to, you know, make, you know, a pretty, uh, you know, per- permanent decision or like reflection outward, like representation or reflection of what they want. Um, I just find that process. Um, I know tattoo artists and they're kind of intimate connect. I think the best ones are, you know, just have that connection to how important it is in how they work with somebody. And I, I think that's such a powerful, not knowing as a, being a tattooer like yourself, but just, just that, um, that connection. Tell us about your uh, tattoo shops. You got your uh, Astoria in in Portland. And I, I adore both places, both very different places. Tell us a little bit about your practice. Sure. Um, I, I moved to, um, the North Oregon coast from Portland, um, three years ago and opened the studio that I have here in Astoria. And I, um, I honestly, I, I did not move out to the coast planning to open a studio. I moved to small town and didn't really have a foot in the door with any of the shops here. And I ended up opening the studio more out of necessity. Um, and I continued and still do tattoo with the shop in Portland that I tattooed with before I moved to the coast. It's a really, um, it's just a really strong 
family of artists and and I feel very thankful to continue to be a part of that while also sort of paving my own way here and so the the studio that I opened here on the coast um it it became what my clients asked for and what they were responding to um it's a it's a basement space in a historic building in, in downtown Astoria. I'm part of the Astoria studio collective in the historic Van Dusen building. And so the whole building is filled with artists and makers and writers. And I really enjoy like plugging into an artist community that is, is not part of the tattoo industry. I think that's been really inspiring. And it's also been a, a real push for me in my visual arts as well. Like continue to make art as well as tattoo um, and so the space, uh, you know, being in the basement, it, it feels very intimate. It's very warm. Um, have a lot of like lanterns and tapestries and painting the floor red. It's like the best thing that I ever did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it feels safe and it holds you and, um, and, and it's allowed for that connectivity really. And, um, I, I don't know if, if I would, um, be developing the like depth of connection that I, that I am with my clients. If I were not in a, a private space, it just, it provides um, like a container for that. And, and I'm very process oriented as well. And so I really enjoy that when my clients come down to the studio, it's so one-on-one and it's, and it's you and it's your time. And my focus is 110% on you. You know, I don't have people waiting in the lobby or other artists around. And um, it means that your tattoo, it will just, it'll evolve in that process as well. Like we have our design ahead of time, but if you come in and we have a three or four hour session booked, you know, probably ends up being like five hours because we're also just hanging out. Um, But I want to get it right. And and I want to get to know you. And as I know you and spend time with you, in the studio, we will likely make changes to the piece that, you know, might not happen if we are in more of a rushed environment. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like a, a little bit move away from like a, like more of a transactional experience to one of like, you know, how important it is and both for you as the artist, knowing uh, how important it is. And rather than just the transaction, I could definitely see anytime artists or people who are working together, it evolves, right? Just like music or anything, it kind of develops, yeah. develops on its own. Yeah. I love that you said music. I think about recording studios. Like if you're in a recording studio all night for a session and you know, you take a break for snacks or you go back and you re-record, you know, bits of the song or change up your lyrics. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, it just, I had a couple people say it feels like a living room. Like, I feel like I'm just mm. like in living room getting tattooed. And so there's that too. It just, it makes it accessible, um, yeah. which, yeah, which I allows me yeah, to meet, meet people in that, in that place. I was, um, I encountered your studio in a strange, in a strange way. I was, um, I, my, my son and I around, uh, in late December went out to Astoria and went to, um, stay in a yurt during the snowstorm. It was a snowstorm in December in Astoria. And uh, we were looking up tattoo artists and like, we didn't, I don't think we got past yours, Renee, because we <laughs> love, like, we love the ethos and we love like all the I- images and such. So I made a hard note and being like, okay, 
Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to have to follow up with, with Renee. It's snowing right here uh, right now and things are closed. But <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I ended up uh, connecting. I did at least see the outside of the building and recognize it as kind of like a kind of like a artist grounds and way station. Yeah. Uh, gosh, well, th thank you for saying that. I'm so flattered. Um, I also just make a little plug that I'm really happy you saw Astoria in the snow because that's so rare for us. And that snowstorm was enchanting on every level. It just felt like it turned into this little Charles Dickens world out here. It was it was it was quite beautiful, and I didn't notice uh, distinctly. I've visited Astoria a, a few times. Um, I've lived in the area for about a, eleven years, and one of the pieces about Astoria, which really appeals to me and where I'm from. I'm from Rhode Island. And um, what I saw in Astoria was kind of like this, almost like uh, historically, like this seafaring fishermen, those who can deal with water and intense elements of the Columbia and the Pacific. So it led to like, I think, different settlement patterns and different immigration patterns that I would experience on the east coast as well so i come from some portuguese background and i started to think of like types of communities that know the waters and know fishing there so i know like there was a large finnish population i knew there were some portuguese and the immigration pattern of those who would be able to f deal with the tempestuous waters there ended up being there and i think that pattern for me felt different than other settlement patterns in in oregon so I've always been attracted to Astoria because it feels familiar to me in that way. Huh. Yeah. 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 Interesting. And yeah, I, I understand that. Absolutely. It feels very edge of the world to me too. Yep. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I love that so many people, you know, have been here for generations and, and at the same time, there are many of us who chose this place yeah. and, that mix, um, everybody who I've encountered here wants to be here, which is something too. you know, the, like the whole vibration of Astoria is like, th there's this history, but there's also people who want to be here to contribute because we love this place. Um, yeah. also makes it very welcoming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we share the Astoria love. I find it to be a fascinating place and I love you have a tattoo shop there. Okay, uh, Renee, um, we're talking uh, talking some about art and creating things. I want to ask one of the big questions uh, for you as a creator and artist. What is art? What is what? What is art? What is art for you? Hmm. Um, I think art is, for me, is an expression of the human experience um it's um catharsis <laughs> you know whatever whatever we are moving through as, as human beings art is is a way to to share and to try to process and and make sense of it especially for things that you know we don't have words for in in our languages like you know, an image, a sound, a movement, you know, artists is so inclusive of um, so many things. And uh, yeah, yeah, I would say art, art is an expression of, of us and, and what we are um, embodying and, and um, seeing and hearing and, and just downloading every day being, being on earth. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, 
I think it's a, such an, an important question. It gets asked, you know, particularly when you ask artists, it's like almost like, how, how do you live? Or like, what's your living like? Or what's it like to breathe? You know, because um, there's a strong drive. There's a strong drive to create. And I think having, you know, just thinking about what it is, you know, when we call something, I'm just been fascinated over, over the years by the, the variety of, of, of answers, whether it's something that seems ephemeral that might go away like the way somebody dances like as being artistic but it's in a moment and I think a lot of times people think of art in a very limited way that kind of impairs their ability to answer the question like I'm thinking Mona Lisa and that's all I'm thinking like that's what an artwork is and of course it's beautiful and it's a famous work of art but um it can be limiting as far as you know what we perceive to be um, are and I know with with tattoos. I mean, tattoos are an evolving form, been around for the the, the longest time. But I think even in American, let's say American culture, there it, there's a different feel about the acceptability, the recognition of tattoo artists as preeminent artists, and uh, those type of things. Um, is that a, a a trend of maybe just the popularity of, of of tattoos? Is that something you've seen in in time, and has that impacted kind of how you want to approach things? So, for example the dedicated time that you spend in, in creating that space. Um, what are you observing within tattooing and uh, how are you reacting to some of those elements? Um, like how tattooing is, um, is like more mainstream. I, I wanna... Yeah. Yeah. That's probably just it right there. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I mean, I, I think it's great. It's like, I've, I think I've, I've definitely encountered and, you know, worked with tattooers who are very me against the world and have continued to, to hold that. Um, and I think maybe they, you know, attract clients who are of, of a similar state of mind, which is, you know, it's like, I'm glad they found each other. Um, but I would say too, that, you know, more people than not in my experience, are curious about tattoos, but have not felt comfortable or safe to ask questions to a tattooer or to go into a shop just to gather information, whether or not they want to commit to the appointment. And, and one of my goals too, with this space has been um, for it to feel accessible and, and, you know, inclusive is, is really big. Um, So I'd say, you know, I, I really like that, more people are having conversations about tattoos and, um, and there's, there's not as much stigma around it. Um, and I mean, like anything, you know, there's fear of the unknown. And, and if, if I can be a resource for somebody to ask questions or to, um, you know, express an idea that they've had, I would, yes, that's, it's my pleasure. Of course I, I want that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and thank you. And thank you for, for what you do. Um, Renee, uh, a, a big question here, and it's, it's just about influences and, and answer it as, as, as you may and wish. Um, what or who made you who you are? What are your influences? Mm. Um, 
Well, first I would say, you know, again, my, my parents, my, my mom and my dad, just these incredible human beings who, you know, have stood strong in, in who they are as individuals, as well as who they are as, as parents and, um, and as spouses. So, you know, that, that was really big too, to, to grow up in a home that said, you know, figure out what brings you joy and, and do that. And we're just here to, you know, support you and, and, you know, maybe tell you if there's one choice that might be a little bit more destructive than the other one. But um, yeah, I say mom and dad, definitely. Um, uh, the environment of the Pacific Northwest, I think too, like I grew up in Portland um, and we spent a lot of time throughout my childhood on the Oregon coast, um, south, like Waldport and, and Yahats. And then um in parks, like up in the gorge too, hiking in the forest along the rivers. And so this wildness as well. And, and I think that, you know, being in nature as a child and having parents say, you know, really get in touch with like, what is underneath this? Like, what is the essence of you? Um, was a, it was a combination of this, you know, very primal state that I think a lot of us who live in the Pacific Northwest now, um, it's part of what calls us here is this connection that people have with um, these incredible old growth forests and, you know, the Pacific ocean. Um, so I, yeah, I, I would say that um, it's just, I guess just like, um, like truth, like saying true to me and true to my connection with the planet and um, a human being like, like in this body and in, in this human form and, um, and tattooing is a way to express that, is a way to ornament that. I think it can be all-encompassing of um, just like sort of bringing together your your spiritual essence and your your physical essence. And, and growing up in the Pacific Northwest really provided a, a place for that to happen for me. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful environment. I've I've adored Oregon's and environment, and it's the places um, since, since I've lived here, I wanted to ask you, Renee, about that. You talked about maybe how, um, you know, the tattoo can change your ideas and the art itself can evolve with your relation with the, with the, with the client. Um, And you're talking about space, which I'm really picking up on on what you're saying. Um, I, I found that a place like Astoria for me is very influential on, maybe how I think and how I create Portland has been both an artist that I've uh, interviewed. Um, I've spoken highly of the complicated place of Portland in, in, in the sense of, I really do feel there for me. uh, I'm a 49 year old white male, but I feel that the artistic and expressive environment is open. It feels like a place compared to many other places where people can say, boom, this is me. And, and, and I, there's something there that I really like. What I wanted to ask you is, um, as far as not just the relationship you have with the client, but where you are in, in, in Astoria and in Portland, do you find, do you find that there's certain things that come through you as a creative person that that feel different in in those locales compared to others Mm. um that's an interesting question uh 
I will say there's definitely a difference for me in, in an urban environment versus small town. Um, there's a, there's a pace to the city. And I mean, even be Portland is slow compared to like any big cities, especially if you go East, but, um, there's, yeah, there's definitely, um, a, a pace that since moving to, um, the coast, I've had to sort of like retrain myself. Um, and so be it like when I work in Portland, um, I, I enjoy moving at a faster speed. I tend to maybe miss details that here on the coast with clients, I, um, I'm just slower. I just, I guess I recognize more. So when you talk about you know, the, the evolution of that process too, with, um, editing or having a conversation about your piece when you come into the studio, um, it's easier for me to hold space for that on the coast and in the city, it, it does feel rushed or it, or it can feel, feel rushed for me. Um, yeah, I guess I, that's kind of the best answer I, I have for that. Um, I don't feel like in any way I am like less, less of myself or have to, um, like prove anything. And if that makes sense, like I, um, I think for some people in, in urban environments, it can definitely harden us. You know, there's um, along with that pace, there's sort of like um, this expectation that you maybe will just um, like earn your space. Like if you, if you don't want the safety of anonymity, which, you know, so is very appealing to some people in a city as well. Um, like if you're going to stand out and live loud then prove to us that you are, worth doing that or like why are you doing that and um and I don't feel that um and I I especially don't feel that in in Astoria we're here you know again people who are here want to be here and so you also want to know your neighbor like if you chose this place tell me why you chose it and what is it that you're doing here that that inspires you to be here so I I definitely hold on to that and, and take that with me when when I am in the city yeah I, uh, I, I enjoy, I mean, and then part of me asking too, is, you know, um, with, uh, I think with artists and their, and their perceptions, um, it can really like, it can really inform like ways of thinking about space and like how we interact with, with humans. And I, and I, I just love what you had to say on that. Um, Renee, I have a big, the big question of the show that I need to ask you, um, uh, by by obligation, it's the type of um, questions philosophers uh, have, which make philosophers isolated historically and uh, shunned. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> but no, no, it's 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 the big it's the big one, um, and it has to do with you being a creator as well. Um, but why why do you think uh, there's something rather than nothing? Um. Because if there was nothing, what are we doing? Like that, it's a that's a void. Yeah. And you know, and, and at the same time, you can't have an up without a down. So you can't have a something without a nothing. And so if you are something, what is the alternative? Well, the alternative is nothing. I don't want that. Like that doesn't <laughs> very fun. It's not like I'm going to learn or grow. Yeah. Um, so there's it's a something, and the something can be whatever you create it 
to be what, whatever that needs to be for you. And, um, and hopefully you want to share it and, and to learn about the other person's something. Then you have more somethings, somethings plural. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the, 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 the thing with the question too, is I, um, I've always, I've asked artists it and typically like an academic an academic question but i i very much tried to pose it to creatives like yourself as cre- as creatives as creatives you and of yourself and and thinking about um uh creation and it's it's been such a, a wonderful way to get a lot of different responses responses like the deeper meaning of like why we're you know like why we're trying this i think people hear the question is you know is there a God or why are there things around us or why are we doing this? Or, you know, and it's, um, there must be a reason that propels us, you know, I think, uh, it's my, just my general thought. We're just kind of pushed, pushed to something. Yeah. Pushed to something. I think, I mean, by nature, we want to learn, mm-hmm. um, you want to use your brain and use your body. And so that, that in itself is, is something, something tactile or something to, you know, to input something to output. Um, without that you have, um, yeah, you you have nothing without that. You have lethargy. I don't. (laughs) Well, you said, and I, what I like to say, you use your, you know, it's, it's, it's up here. It's your, it's your, it's your, it's your brain and it's your body. You feel it and you know, yep. you're doing it. Um, all right, Renee. So uh, I want, uh, I've been able to encounter your art and have had the pleasure of uh, speaking with you, but I want you to let the audience know of like, where do they check out your stuff? Like anything that you create, where do they find you? All that type of stuff, because there'll be a few listeners who'll be pretty intrigued by what you have to say and want to know where you are. <laughs> oh, um, well, hi, hi listeners. I guess I, I didn't even do like a formal hello. Um, yeah, they, they'll love it. <laughs> oh, I would love to, I'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. So my studio in Astoria is simply human art and the website is www.simplyhumanart.com. And there's a contact page on the site um, that sends an email, which is um, the best way to get in touch with me if you were wanting to book a tattoo. Um, you can also use that contact form if you would like to set up just a phone call or a, a FaceTime session. I, I have clients who are, are yet to book a session, like the tattoo itself. Um, but we've had really wonderful phone chats about um, their thoughts and, um, and questions. So email is the best, is the best way for that. Um, and in Portland, I tattoo with Hidden Rose Tattoo in uh, Northwest Portland. And um, you can call the shop to book with me for, for an upcoming guest spot. Um, I will say that getting in touch with me directly is, is the best way to do so. Um, as my, the days that I work in Portland vary from month to month. Um, so the, the artists there may not necessarily have, um, my exact scheduling. Thank you so much. Um, 
for 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 letting us uh, for letting us know uh, where you are. I've had the I've had the great pleasure of talking uh, with Renee Barish here and uh, tattoo artist from the Pacific Northwest, um, uh, working and inhabiting uh, lovely Astoria and in in Portland. Uh, Renee, I've I've I just wanted to thank you personally um, for for spending the time to come on to the show. Um, I'm I'm deeply fascinated by the beautiful art you create and create, you know, on, for others on others. And um, really appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat tattooing some Pacific Northwest, what you're up to and just just spending time on the show. So I wanted to give you a deep thanks uh, for coming on okay. to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a joy. Um, yeah, I, I really appreciate the time and your questions. You had great prompting questions too. So um, you're good at what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you kindly. Everybody, uh, Renee Barish, uh, check out her uh, check out her website. Uh, check out her uh, tattoo art. And um, uh, again, thanks, thanks, Renee. And uh, I hope to chat with you soon. And I hope to get my ninth tattoo from you scheduled out properly when you have time and all that type of stuff with consultation in <laughs> in the living room uh the living room-esque type atmosphere of your studio so I'll, I'll certainly be in touch amazing i look forward to it thank you thanks renee mm -hmm.